The Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 and win bet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshments over straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green with my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin. Got a lot going on in uh, Eagles land. Got some uh, offseason, couple, um, you know, couple of little transactions, some news to get to, some potential trade rumors. We're going to talk about whether it's good to uh, do we want to trade up now that we only have two first rounders and then closing it out with a little uh, snake draft receiver edition. Rob, how you doing right now? I know uh, before the show, we were talking a lot about your mozzarella, man. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm ready for the draft. I'm kind of excited. You know, uh, uh, after another episode behind our belts, I'm, I still feel good about the trading of the one pick. I like going in with two. Um, I do hope that we keep two. I, I don't, I mean, I'm not adverse to trading up, I should say, um, but I don't really want to trade up and give up the other first. If we have to trade up a couple spots, give up, you know, a third, a second, maybe Future even second, depending on yeah. the player. Um, but I, I do like going in with two first. So I'm feeling good about it. I'm kind of excited. Yeah. Now Rodney McLeod, he signed with the Colts. You know, he, he actually had a pretty good run there at safety. It does seem like we're going to need someone and uh, whether, whether we pick up someone in the draft or we end up signing honey badger, uh, who was rumored to be signed with the Eagles, but then now he's not, I think they're trying to wait to sign him till after the draft to lowball him on his price. But, uh, Rob, if you had to guess who is our starting safety to fill in for McLeod next season, are we getting honey badger or is it going to be a rookie or what else, what other options do we have? You know, I, I just I struggle to believe we're taking a safety in the first round. I, I yeah. just don't think it's a position that we are going to spend a first round pick on. I do think one of those picks will be defense, but I think it's going to be prioritized on a, a defensive end. Maybe they shock us with linebacker, but I'm still skeptical. But uh, corner certainly is a priority, especially with Nelson now leaving. Um, as well. So, you know, I think one picks offense, one picks defense, but I do not think it's going to be a safety. Um, so I would say that it is going to be a veteran, maybe someone like Honey Badger. Um, you know, that would be my pick. I, I don't think it's going to be a rookie. Yeah. I mean, it feels like first round, we're looking cornerback, receiver, DN, pass rusher. I think we go two out of those three to round things out. Justin, what about you? Would you rather have Honey Badger or? 
or actually better question. Do you think we are in the mix for Kyle Hamilton, uh, the Notre Dame safety who the guy, I mean, he looks great on tape. There was rumors. He was going to be like a top five pick uh, by all accounts. He's kind of sliding down the board. I would imagine we would still have to trade up somewhat from 15 to get him. Are you interested in uh, a Kyle Hamilton pickup? Oh, I'm absolutely interested in Kyle Hamilton. I, I think the thing is, though, is that I don't think he drops to us there at 15. Um, I know he may drop a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't for a safety, though, as well. I don't think we, we should go up and get him um, by any means. I, I like the picks that we have and where they're at at the moment. But, um, yeah, if he drops to us, I think that's definitely we should take him in a heartbeat. Um, it'd be great to have him on our team. I think he'd be a huge asset, as you guys pointed out. You know, we're pretty weak in the safety area at the moment. I am actually, when I was looking at McLeod's deal and what he got from the Colts, I actually think it would have been helpful for us to pick him up. I know he's old, but they only signed him on a two-year deal, and it's only, what, just over $4 million a year, I think. I think it would have been helpful to just have a little bit of insurance with him. And the fact that we do seem to have a decent amount of calorie uh, of cap space, uh, I think it would have been worth it, but we are where we are at the moment. And you guys pointed out, you know, uh, possibly picking up uh, Tyron. So uh, I just, if we're going back to the draft here, I wouldn't want to rely on a rookie at this point. It just seems like it takes them a year to come around. Kyle Hamilton though is, you know, a different type of rookie does seem like he would be able to plug and play. So if he's available, absolutely snatch him up, but I wouldn't want to move up for him. Yeah. It does feel like it'd be tough for us to get him without moving up. And I'm with you. I, I'd be surprised if the Eagles take a safety in the first round, they just don't seem to care about taking a safety that high. Justin, are you on board with signing honey badger? I mean, the, the thing about honey badger and supposedly why Kansas city let him go is that he's not, he doesn't quite have the speed that he previously had that made him such a dynamic player. I imagine he's still pretty good and, and would be better over who I'm, um, uh, you know, if we don't draft someone high, probably our best option, but not, you know, kind of on board, but not super excited. Where are you at with honey badger? Uh, yeah, I think we should pick him up if we have the opportunity to. It does seem like he's, you know, holding out a little bit. He does have some suitors. Um, it, so I would assume that, you know, what he's asking for is a bit high based upon where he's at in age and speed. But I would say, though, too, he is an, an upgrade from McLeod, who we had last season, um, who I do still like. But we could have we could definitely get stronger in that area, as we pointed out previously. So I, I would like to get him. I think he's worth it. Um, the price, though, I think is is the biggest issue at the moment. You know, how much do you want to put into a guy of his age and who seems to be losing, you know, at least half a step, if not a step at this point? Yeah, I mean, he's, he said he would take some deal that uh, the Chiefs signed with another guy, but that was like three years, 30 million. I don't think he's getting that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets like a two year type deal with uh, 15 million guaranteed. I think that's reasonable, but we'll see. I, I still feel like how he's playing hardball and you're going to wait till a post draft where his price will bottom out. Speaking of Howie, are, are we worried that Howie's losing his fastball because a news story was floated that teams were checking on Rager's availability, which had to have been a Howie plant and a pretty obvious one. Rob, are you worried about possibly losing Jalen Rager? Is that a joke? Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. No, I'm not worried. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's funny. Um, 
you know, look, I, I, I'd love nothing more than for him to come back this year and prove us all wrong. Uh, I certainly hope it happens. But if, you know, I think it's one of those scenarios where maybe a tra- change of scenery is good for everyone. Maybe you get a similar player in exchange that just needs a change of scenery. Uh, I, I don't believe we're going to trade him. I think he's going to be on our roster this year. I don't. I, I also don't think they just flat out cut him. I don't think they're there yet. Um, I don't think we have the talent to do so, but you know, hopefully he's not a starter and we've upgraded the position otherwise. Yeah. I mean, I honestly would be okay cutting him just because if we're going to waste reps and practice time on a guy that's clearly just not going to work out here, I'd rather those go to Quez Watkins uh, or just any other or whatever receiver we draft in the first round, Devonta Smith, any, even Geez, Greg Ward, like anyone but Rager right now. So I would actually be in favor of cutting Rager outright. Justin, is that is that too far? I, I'm with Rob. I don't think the Eagles would do it, but would you just flat out cut Rager? Uh, I think, man, I, I want to simply because uh, I, I mean, we've seen him for two seasons, but at the same time, you do hope that there is some potential for him to get better. Uh, if we cut him tomorrow, I wouldn't be upset. That said, I think if you're a GM, you want to hope that, you know, maybe he can finally put it together in year three. I know that's asking a lot. Uh, but I also think that you should wait till after the draft and see what you got. And then, you know, if, if you do draft a guy first overall, or not first overall, sorry, in the first round, the wide receiver, then, yeah, I think we just move on from Rager. Why should he take away some reps from another guy who could potentially be a lot better? So I would say if we draft a guy in the first round, yeah, cut him loose, get him out of here, uh, start focusing on getting the guys that we have more talented. Um, But I wouldn't quite cut him just yet. Yeah, I mean, I I strongly hope that our our number two receiver, I should say, is not yet on the roster. I mean, look, I, I, I like those other guys, Greg Ward, um, your boy, Sean. Um, sorry, I'm blanking on his name at the moment. Quez Watkins? Uh, Quez Watkins, yes, yeah. thank you. Um, you know, I like him too, but I'm not, you know, none of them have shown me definitively that they can be the number two guy. And in today's NFL, you only you almost need two number one receivers to really have that dynamic offense, and you pair two number one receivers with, um, you know, Goddard, and you know the rest of our offense, and I think all of a sudden you have legit threats. So I sincerely hope that one of our first round picks is a receiver. I am in that camp. I know we've spent a lot of years taking receivers in the first round, but I just think you really need one in today's NFL. And I'm not convinced we have that true number two elite threat on the roster as of now. Well, we've talked about, you know, potentially trading for DK Metcalf, potentially trading for AJ Brown. It doesn't look like there's any sort of movement right now on those trade fronts, but another receiver who kind of not officially on the market, but maybe on the market because he's upset. He wants a new deal. He's pulling the, you know, the, 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 the move where you unfollow the team on social media and take off all your cover images of the team. That's, that's like the new uh, millennial athlete move, but any interest in a Debo Samuel trade, uh, like hypothetically, if we had to give up one of our first round picks and sign him to a new deal, are you on board with Debo Samuel, Justin? I am a bit concerned with his injury history. Uh, I think I, I shot you that in the text thread uh, when you brought him up. That said, 
I do love this guy and what he brings to an offense, especially if you have a creative offensive coordinator um, or head coach in that manner. Um, I think we haven't seen exactly what Sirianni wants to do yet um, with the offense. And I think a guy like Debo would add a number of different elements to it and get us closer to where I think Sirianni sees the offense going. So, yeah, I think even with the injury history, he just adds such a different element to it. He's almost like a a Tyreek type where he's got the speed, but he also has just that quickness and shiftiness to him where he can add that other layer to the offense and and make us much more dynamic. I I think it would be worth a gamble with a guy like Debo in order to go for him, even if we are going to give up a first and give him a decent sized contract. I don't know what those terms would be exactly. So maybe I would change my mind depending on, upon how much we would have to give up and the number, but at least from what I was seeing, or at least I'm, I'm mentally projecting now, I think it would be worth it to, to go and get him. And then we don't have to spend that first, uh, that first round pick for a wide receiver who we ten- potentially don't know how they're going to turn out. Could end up being another flop like Regor or Whiteside, uh, at least with Debo, you know, like I said, he's got the injury history, but you know, he's got the talent. Yeah, and, and coming off probably his, his best year of his career by far, 18.2 yards per catch, 1,400 yards receiving. And then he was involved a ton there in the running game, 59 carries, 365 rushing yards, and eight touchdowns on the ground. That's more than his six uh, receiving. So for a team that also likes to run the ball so much, I think he's kind of the perfect receiver for our offense. And I would be willing to give up a first and a third. You could even talk to me about like a first this year. And then like one of those extra second round picks we, we uh, picked up. I think he would be a great fit and I would much rather take a shot on him. And even though, you know, you have to pay him right away, you have to give up some draft capital, but I'd rather take a shot on him than drafting one of these first round receivers who to your point, we don't have a great history of, and, and maybe doesn't work out, but Debo, I think is a, is a pretty sure thing. And just, man, feels like a great match for the type of offense we're trying to run uh, with Sirianni. Rob, are you, are you co-signing this as well? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in on it. I mean, he's a, he's a tremendous talent, you know, elusive and, and just so versatile. My only concern, and I'm doing this deal, but the only concern with guys like that is they get, you know, they get in an offensive system and obviously Shanahan's known as a creative guy offensively. And sometimes things just click and it works where the head coach really knows how to use them and get the most out of them. And I think clearly we've seen that with what Shanahan's been able to do with him. So the only concern would be when he goes to another system, will the coach have the uh, creativeness to get the same out of him? And if not, is he going to be as elusive and, and put up those kind of numbers in a more kind of traditional offense where he's being used more as solely a wide receiver? I think he's still really good. Don't get me wrong, but I think you do have to get creative and you do have to do different things to truly maximize his talent. So you just hope if you make that trade that Sirianni has the ability to do so. Taking a quick break to talk to you about win bet. That's right. Oh man, I'm in Colorado right now, taking advantage of all these great win bet bonuses. 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000 on the win bet casino. You got the bet $10, win $200 promotion. 
get $200 in free bets. And of course, the build your own bet feature just cashed a sweet same game parlay $20 to win $154. Parlay boost. So awesome. All you got to do to get started is download the WinBet app or visit WYNNBet.com to get started today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at WinBet.com. Must be 21 or older and pleasant in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. And uh, out here in Colorado on vacation, actually just got to visit the Rocky Mountains. And while I'm cruising around the Rocky Mountains, you know I'm getting thirsty for an ice-cold Coors Light. Anytime I'm feeling stressed, overwhelmed, you know, sometimes you just earned it. You've earned a moment to chill, to turn off, relax. And Coors Light is the perfect beer to pair with that. I've been drinking Coors Light for years. It's uh, my favorite beer because, again, the mountains are blue. I know it's cold. It's cold lager, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. Can't wait to just crack open a Coors Light tonight and really kick back and relax. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Trizzler or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And while I'm on this trip uh, out here in Colorado, don't worry. I am still getting my AG1 supplements from Athletic Greens. I got the sweet travel packs. Again, it's it's my favorite part of waking up in the morning. It's delicious. It's nutritious. It's a uh, very easy to make. You just take one scoop of the AG1, drop it in with eight ounces of water, shake that thing up, and you're feeling great. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery. Athletic Greens is over 7,000 five-star reviews. And, of course, AG1 is packed with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Get your free one-year supply of immune-supporting uh, immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. That's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And we're back on the Die Hard Eagles podcast. Yeah, I guess I'm, I, and to your point, yeah, I, plenty of people have looked really good in the Shanahan system. And then when he goes away, you know, he, he, you know, the, the players don't look the same. I mean, hell he made Matt Ryan an MVP. <laughs> so I, I think he, he is good at scheming these guys up, but just a combination of his athleticism and his ability to run. It, it just seems like a, a good match there in Philadelphia. We'll see. All right. We got our uh, receiver draft where we're going to draft the three of us pick our, uh, do a snake style draft of the nine top nine receivers uh, available in the draft kind of state our case for why we like them. But I, I thought it'd be a little fun to do a debate. Justin, we'll put you on the clock, try and make your case for trading uh, two first rounders and moving up. If you had to, you know, as a, as a, a teacher, if you had to, if you were in debate school or I don't know, even know what they call it, debate class, whatever debate team, there you go. If you're on the debate team and you had to make a case for trading two first rounders and moving up for a more sure thing, what would your case be? Oh man. I thought I was going to have the other side of this and go down. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I think it, in order to move up, I think you got to make sure that 
obviously it's got to be a guy that we really want um, and we really need. In this case, I think it might have to be one of those QBs if if Sirianni and Howie are on the same page and for whatever reason, uh, and I've said this entire time, I don't really like this, and it doesn't seem like a lot of guys like this QB draft class, and I wouldn't pick any of these guys with the picks we have, but maybe they see something I don't. Obviously, they get paid to see those things. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> if if they see a quarterback specifically who they feel that they need to go up and get, I guess Carroll is one of them because um, I believe they met with him, yeah, yeah. Um, is a guy that they might want to get, then, yeah, go for it. Um, it seems like, you know, we're get, we potentially may have to move on from Hurts, and why not do it a year sooner rather than a year later if that is the case? Um, I'm not saying I would like it, uh, but if yeah, that's the only reason I would move up is if there's a quarterback where, you know, Sirianni sees him and he goes, you know what, this is the guy that I really think we can run our offense behind. He's the guy who's going to make us more versatile. Um, he adds another element to what I want to be able to do in the future. And if Carroll's that guy, or maybe Willis in this case, who knows, uh, then I would say should go up and get him. Rob, make your case for staying put and drafting the two first rounders in the position we're at. Yeah, I mean, I think this is an easy case. Um, And as I said, to start, I'm not opposed to jumping a couple spots if there's a guy that really falls, if you're giving up a, a later round pick to do so. But I am not interested in entertaining giving up one of our first. I, I think, look, we are not a team that is one player away. We have a lot of holes that we need to fill, wide receiver, cornerback, safety, linebacker. I mean, we could always use offensive line depth. Kelsey is basically year to year at this point. So um, these two first rounders, I get that they're not lottery picks, but they're going to go a long way to help solidifying. Hopefully you hit, you're hitting on two spots that you're going to have locked in for four to five years, hopefully at least, and and maybe you extend them. So um, I think we're just in a position where we have too many holes. We're not a player away. And, you know, having these two picks this year and these two picks next year allows us to get really, really good players to fill those holes. Yeah, no, I mean, we, I mean, just, you know, just us breaking down our secondary where we're talking about, Hey, we need to fill in a starting uh, safety. Hey, we need a second cornerback. Uh, you know, Hey, we need a second receiver. Hey, we need more help on the edge rush. There's a lot of holes and I, I see the case for making, you know, for going up and drafting, um, you know, one guy that's maybe more of a shirt thing, but I, I think we can get two high level starters at 15 and 18. So I'm, I'm with, I'm with the idea of sticking it out and, and, you know, seeing, seeing how our luck goes. All right. Yeah, and Rob, I think just to chime in there, I mean, the yeah. only position generally that I think would be worth, you know, packaging those, those first is cornerback as quarterback, as, as Justin said, but I, I just, it just doesn't seem like this is the year to do it. There's no consensus, you know, pick, um, you know, so I don't know. I think I'd be more willing to do that next year if things don't go well this year. Yeah, totally. All right. Let's move over to our wide receiver snake draft edition. Rob, since you uh, clearly uh, dominated in the debate, we'll give you the win. You are. Uh, <laughs> Well, partly was just was unclear on what he was uh, scheduled to debate. Yeah, I thought I was supposed to be arguing why we should trade down. 
Well, make it, it make a case for trading it down. <laughs> oh, I think just because we do have so many needs, as you guys pointed out, we could use more picks in the future. I also, from what I'm hearing, you know, guy like Nicole Dean, who we could really use, um, you know, seems to be dropping, uh, at least from what I've heard from McShay and listening to guys like uh, Daniel Jeremiah. So to be a potentially late first rounder, early second rounder, I mean, that's a guy we would take in a heartbeat, you know, um, especially if we could get him lower in the first. So potentially trade down. The other reason, too, is, you know, quarterbacks can be hit or miss, and those are guys who we've needed, you know, quite often throughout the years. And if there's a guy that they potentially see who they could get later in the first or even early in the second, you know, uh, I wouldn't be against, you know, trying to trade down, get another pick for next year um, or even in the later rounds as well to to get ourselves more opportunities for more guys to be on the roster and evaluate during the preseason. So that would be the main reason I would say to potentially trade down is it does look like, you know, eventually they're going to run out of, you know, those first round guys. There are guys who are first round talents, but always seem to drop to the second round. All right. That's, that was certainly better than your uh, original case. However, Rob, I think, uh, why don't you, (laughs) we'll go in, we'll go in, um, yeah, we'll go right to left in our Zoom window. So, Rob, you got the first pick, Justin second, me third, and then we'll just keep going back and forth till we draft our three guys. Uh, for for a clarification, the, the wide receiver draft pool that we're pulling from, Drake London, Jamison Williams, Garrett Wilson, Traylon Burks, Chris Olave, George Pickens, Jahan Dotson, Khalil Shakir, and Sky Moore. So, Rob, you are on the clock. Who do you got number one in our receiver draft? Oh, man. The, you know, number one was really tough for me. Um, and I'm still going back and forth in my head, but I am actually going to go Jamison Williams. And I know yeah. he's coming off the injury. Um, you know, there's a couple things that concern me about Jamison Williams, and I'll tell you what they are. One, he's obviously coming off an ACL. However, as we went into last time, you know, I, Players come back from ACLs this, these days. I'm, I'm less concerned about that. Plus, he's young. It's not late in his career. Um, but he's electric. He has you know elite speed, can kind of be that deep threat. And he's 6'2", so he's a little taller. You know, Not a huge receiver, but he's a little taller than Devontae Smith. So he kind of complements him a little bit and giving us a little extra size on the outside. Um, you know, the one interesting thing that I that that I thought about was he was originally at Ohio State, essentially behind uh, Wilson and and Olave, uh, who we're talking about. And the question is, why did he have to transfer? But you know, I ultimately got past that because what he did last year at, at Alabama, 50, over fifteen hundred yards. Um, you know, nine, 19.9 yards per reception, 15 TDs. Um, I mean, obviously his numbers speak for himself and it's hard to, you know, it's hard to dispute taking a wide receiver from Alabama. They've had a pretty good track record lately. So even with the injury history, I'm going with him first. Yeah. And also he just passes the eye test, like just watching his highlights and watching him in big games. He just, he just seems unguardable. I was kind of scared off of the injury, but the more I read about it, the more it's like, Hey, he'll probably be ready for training camp ready to go week one, the more I'm kind of in on him. I think he's kind of a dark horse now to be the first receiver selected overall. It'll be interesting to see if teams are on board. Uh, Justin, where are you at? What do you got? Second pick. What are you doing? 
Uh, no doubt about it. I'm going with Garrett Wilson. I do Ooh. like, uh, I like the Jameson Williams pick by Rob. I think, you know, that's a safe bet even with the injury, but I think Garrett is my top guy overall. You know, he's got the speed. He's super quick. I know he's only six foot, but he's, his route running is so smooth and he just gets lost, you know, behind defense, behind defenses. He gets that separation as well. Um, he's not making a lot of contested catches just because he is so shifty and he's able to get open what looks to be so easily um, at the college level. So I, I think he's a no, no brainer in my opinion for what he can do um, out on the field. And I know he has a lobby on the other end there um, on the team, which obviously helps, but at the same time, I think even with that, um, it, it's still a no brainer to take uh, Wilson in this case. He's he's got the hands, he's got the speed, he's able to get open. It's it's a pretty easy pick for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, you know, I was kind of higher on on Drake London uh, coming into it, but the more I've I've dug deep, the the less I'm high on him. Uh, certainly, getting him as the third receiver is certainly interesting. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, off the board here a little bit. I'm gonna go Chris Olave, the other Ohio State guy, uh, to pair with Garrett Wilson. Now, you know, Pintandi nailed it. Wilson does seem like the better of the two Ohio State receivers, but I think it could kind of go either way. I think with both Ohio State receivers, you're worried a little bit. Like, hey, you know, they have an awesome other receiver on the opposite side of the field. Did that make their job a lot easier? He's got really good hands. Um, again, not super big, but you know, six feet, one ninety, super fast. Uh, he's good with the deep ball, stretches the field, all the kind of stuff we would need. And you know, coming off an amazing senior year, thirteen touchdowns, nine hundred thirty-six yards, great uh, average yard per catch at fourteen point four. So, uh, getting him. Right now, as a third pick, I'm all over it. Taking a quick break here to talk about Trade Coffee. Oh, my God. I love delicious coffee, and that's what Trade Coffee delivers right to your door. They've delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than 750,000 positive reviews. That's crazy. I, I love how they customize it to your specific flavor profile. And, and these, these roasts are really amazing. If you're a coffee snobber, you just... Maybe you're going to become a coffee snob because once you taste great coffee, it's hard to go back. And uh, the beans they deliver are so delicious. Love a whole bean. Love grinding that up and just, oh, man, the smell is amazing. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP. Let Trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. And of course, Stable Duel. Man, I love watching the ponies. DFS horse racing, Stable Duel. Fired up on a nice Saturday, get some bonus action. So much uh, fun can be had over at stableduel.com. Of course, they have the free games to kind of get you started, the paid games if you're really looking to make some money. And you can win. They give away $40,000 the other day. It's insane the kind of prizes they have. So much opportunities, especially if you know horses. And if you don't, uh, we got a ton of content over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com and our Slack channel to help you dominate Stable Duel. So download now at stableduel.com. See how many winners you can pick in your stable. I'll see you in the winner circle. Play 
race win. Also brought to you by Prop Swap, where America goes to buy and sell real sports bets, NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs. Perfect time to buy and sell those future bets. People can make thousands of dollars just by uh, arbitraging, just by buying and selling these futures because you don't need your ticket to win. All you need to do is have an increase in value and you're getting paid by selling or buying over at PropSwap.com. Best part is instant deposit match up to $500. Just go to PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Welcome back, everyone, to the Die Hard Eagles podcast. For my, uh, since we are doing a snake style draft, I'm back on the clock. I'm going to go uh, Traylon Burks. That's right. Traylon Burks. First off, one reason why it's awesome to draft Traylon Burks is that supposedly this is the guy that uh, the Cowboys are all over and really want. And because he goes, uh, he went to Arkansas and so did uh, Jerry Jones. So they're, they're all over him. Uh, His comparisons are a guy like Debo Samuel. So again, I, I think that would be awesome. And it would be good to draft a receiver with a little bit more size just to balance that Devonte, because, you know, Devonte is kind of a smaller guy, a little thinner build. Traylon Burks is 225, 6'2". Um, you can kind of put him all over the place. And just he's again, he's a guy you just watch him and just runs away from everyone. Uh, yards per reception is super high at 16.7, 11 touchdowns, 22 catches of 20 or more. And that's in the sec. So again, I, I really liked what I saw out of him and he did it against really good competition. You watch his uh, catch and run against Alabama. I mean, that's just, that's a professional uh, wide receiver. So I really like both these pickups here at the three and four spot. What do you guys, what do you guys think of uh, my, my pick so far, Justin? Uh, I am so out on Traylon Burks. Really? I hate to, to crap on your pick, Sean. I just, I was watching him. He seems like he can, he can catch contested catches, but he doesn't seem to get the separation you would like. I know the combine speed isn't always a great marker either because some guys like Burks are faster on the field, but he did run a four, five, five, which is relatively slow for this draft class. Uh, I do like his size. He kind of reminds me actually maybe a little bit more of like a clay pool because of the size. I just don't know if you're going to be able to get that kind of talent out of him overall. Um, I, but if you can, I think he has a huge, a very high ceiling. Um, so if he pans out, I think it's just, it's a huge hit. Do not get me wrong. I just think he's kind of the, the biggest gamble, you know, in the top five there to pick from, but uh, Hey, you're seeing stuff. I'm not. So I'm a gambler, Justin letting it ride. Who do you got? Uh, who do you got for your next pick? All right, um, man, this is a tough one because there's two guys I really like in this position. Two guys who I would actually wouldn't even mind if we picked in the uh, with our first uh, pick in the draft here. Um, but I think I'm going to go with Pickens at this point. Wow, I, I think I think, and I I don't understand why he's dropped. You know, I know the ACL injury, but you know he's actually came back from it. Uh, this past season played when he didn't even necessarily need to, he toughed it out, um, you know, played those, I think, what was it? The last couple of games of the season then for Georgia. So I, I think you, I, I'm going to go with him. He still has the size. He has the speed. Um, even with the injury, he ran at the combine, I believe. Uh, I'm trying to look up his time right now. He's still got the speed. He's four, four, seven. You can anticipate maybe that gets even a little bit better because, 
you know, he's still he was still coming back from that ACL injury. He's got a little bit of size, 6'2". I like the fact that he is a little heavier at 200 pounds. Um, so he does give us a little bit of that size. And I, I think he's actually kind of up there with the talent of Jameson Williams. Not, obviously not as fast, but the guy is so sure-handed. He gets separation. He's big-bodied. Uh, um, and he had that, you know, that great freshman season for Georgia. Um, unfortunately, he had the ACL injury then and then had to come back late this season. But I, I like what he's got, and I don't understand why he's dropped so far when he was able to come back, you know, when he didn't necessarily need to. Yeah. No, he's he's kind of interesting. I'm just surprised that at, all of us are letting uh, Drake London slip this far. I mean, you look over at Winbet, he's right there in, in second place for the first receiver to be drafted as far as odds-wise. Rob, are you going to take Drake London off the board? Are you going to are you going to keep letting him slide? Yeah, for the record, I was on board with Justin's pick. That's who I was going to pick if he did not. Oh, really? Um, you know, I think Pickens is interesting. He's got good speed. I, I think the injury probably drops his value a little bit, um, you know, but he was a five-star talent, I believe, when, you know, coming out. So the skill is there. Um, I do like him. I, you know, I am going to take Drake London now because we're just at the point where I can't pass him up for these other guys on the list. But, um, you know, his numbers are, are, are great. Um, I mean, I think just in 221, he caught 88 balls for over a thousand yards before he ultimately had that fractured ankle. Um, but he's got the size. I love the idea of someone six, four opposite of Devonte Smith really give yeah. us that, uh, you know, possession guy who can just beat these smaller CBs. Um, my only, uh, honestly, my biggest fear with him and why I was hesitant to take him is, you know, I saw one saying he just doesn't, he doesn't have the elite intangible in terms of the elite speed and you referred to him as almost more like a, a possession guy. Uh, and, and in my head, when I hear that, I just start to think of white side, uh, <laughs> and we know how that's gone for us. So in, in, that just kind of scared me, but I, I, I don't think that's a fair comparison. Obviously I think he has more talent. He is good. You know, I saw one comparison that he's kind of more along the lines of a Mike Evans, so to speak. Uh, and obviously you can't argue to, against what Mike Evans has done. I mean, he's been fantastic. So um, I, I would definitely take him here. I think he balances out Devonte Smith really well in our offense, gives us a different type of target. Um, he has really good hands um, from what I've read as well. So, you know, he's a sure catcher. Um, I think at this point you have to take him. And honestly, you could argue he should have been taken sooner. Yeah, no, I, I do think also there's something about, you know, drafting a USC receiver, AKA former Nelson Aguilar, where in the back of our heads, maybe there's something that, and you're right. I've seen the, the slim Mike Evans, but uh, you know, listen to some of the tape breakdown with Greg Cosell and he was, he wasn't very high on, on Drake London. So maybe we're, and he seems like one of the top tape guys. He watches a bunch of these uh, college plays. So maybe we're onto something about uh, staying away from Drake London. Obviously this far into the receiver draft, you got to take him there. Rob, who's your, who's your final pick here? Dotson, Shakir and more are available. Ooh, this is tough. Um, you know what? I, I'm going to go, I guess I'll go Dotson and this Damn is it. probably just the, the Penn Stater in me. Um, you know, he's a guy that ha, ha, was really reliable for Penn State. Um, you know, just makes catches, makes plays. He's not, 
Um, I mean, he, he did. He actually, he ran a faster 40 than I would have guessed just watching him on the field. He ran four, four, three. Um, so he does have decent speeds, but he just, you know, he doesn't have that elite size. He's five eleven. Um, but I think he can be a good dynamic guy. Maybe he's a guy you, you put in a slot in the NFL and kind of, you know, move around a little bit. Yeah, no, it, um, certainly agree. And Justin, you, your reaction, I was looking at your reaction. Sound like Rob, a uh, snake to you were looking to draft. Yeah. You know, I have Dotson, um, in the mix, you know, with the top guys, I think he's actually just looking at him, watching what he has. He gets lost out there. I love the pick Rob. Um, I, I would even put him above London, just based upon what wow. I was looking at. And you brought up Cosell, Sean. Yeah, I listened to him too. I know McShay and like Walter Football have London in the, you know, as the top guy, but I just don't didn't see it. I he looks good, don't get me wrong, but I, I really like what Dotson has going on for himself there. He's got the speed, he has the elusiveness, and he really just he gets so much separation. And you know, and Rob knows this better than both of us is those Penn State quarterbacks that he had to play with were not the oh, best QBs. No. And, you know, no. he was able to put up some great numbers with what he had, you know. Uh, so I really like the pick, Rob. I uh, love Dotson there. Um, with that yeah, said. And, and, and Penn State n- normally not considered like a receiver powerhouse. But I feel like as of late, you know, Godwin, yeah. Uh, I, I'm Robinson. Trying, I'm, yeah, Robinson. Like it's slowly kind of emerging as a, uh, as a nice uh, place to grab some receivers. All right. Um, for this, for mine, I'm not going to pit who's left Shakir or sky Moore. Yep. Um, I'm picking off that board, Sean. I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta bring up, uh, John Mechie here. I wow. think he's going to be my guy. Digging um, deep. Yeah. I went a little deep. I know. I, I saw sky Moore. He doesn't look bad. Um, don't get me wrong. I honestly did get a lot of time to look at Shakir or if any, actually, but I do like Mechie, what he has the, has to offer there. Um, I know his season was cut short with that ACL, right. But he did have 96 catches, um, eight touchdowns. He does look good out there when he is healthy, obviously. Um, and I know he had, you know, uh, Jameson Williams on the other side there um, to help him out, obviously. But I, I think he's a guy who is would be a solid pick, uh, especially as what we're looking at is a potentially a number two receiver, um, you know, behind Devante for our, our uh, team. So uh, I, he's a great route runner. He has a lot to offer there. Obviously, you have the ACL injury, but we're looking at a number of guys in this draft who have had the ACL injuries and been able to kind of overlook it with Williams. We even brought up Pickens, uh, Mechie. We might have to wait a little bit to see what he has to offer this upcoming season, but uh, I think he'd be worth it to pick uh, potentially, you know, with our, I'd say maybe – if all these guys are gone, uh, if we have the opportunity to high second round, see what we got. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, and uh, you know, I I didn't do a ton of research on uh, Menchi, but sounds like sounds like Justin found his uh, diamond in the rough. It's gonna be you're gonna be hearing from uh, Howie. He's gonna be wondering where you're getting these scouting reports. I'm go <laughs> I'm going uh, Khalil Shakir. I I actually kind of like him. Uh, again, the tape people who break down his stuff really seem to like him. Um, you know, the knock is on Shakir is that he played at Boise State, but six feet, almost 200 pounds. What's really cool about him is he's very good punt and kick returner, which, again, 
being able to get a boost in the special teams game, which we really could use a, uh, a nice burst, I, I think would be huge. And again, he was productive over four years. Granted, it was Boise State, but I like the fact that you're getting a guy that, again, very productive, uh, 77 catches, seven touchdowns, 14.5 yards per catch his senior year. So, again, I, I, I really like him. And he can – versatile is, is what the, uh, the rap is on him, multiple hats in an offensive scheme. And I think for a team that's still figuring out exactly what we want to do, his versatility could be uh, pretty interesting. So, lock me up, Khalil Shakir. He was my late round guy that I was hoping to snag. So feel good about him. And then partnering him up with Traylon Burks, Chris Olave, or Lave, however you pronounce it. Uh, feeling pretty good. Rob, what's your big takeaway from uh, re- remind people who your team is and how, how do you feel about your draft? Yeah, I, I feel solid about it. Um, I mean, who did I take? I took Jamison Williams. I feel good from him. I mean, look. I think if I'm giving Howie advice in the first and these guys are there, you only take a receiver from a big time program. We can't miss on another receiver. You take a guy who has proven production and I'll include the OSU guys in that, in that category. Um, But, you know, Jamison Williams was my first pick. I took Drake London uh, as well. And I took uh, Dotson and was it just those three? Yeah, those three. So uh, I feel overall, I feel good about it. Um, You know, I still have concerns about Drake London, but I do think his production and his size could be a a unique threat. So I would be willing to take a shot on him as well. Yeah. Justin, close, uh, close it out. Your team. What do you got? How do you feel walking away here? Oh, I actually feel really good about this team. I mean, Wilson, obviously he's, he's arguably the top pick in the draft. Like we pointed out, London has moved up in some. Um, Pickens, I mean, for whatever reason, he's dropped, and I see that. Maybe he's a guy, you know, teams are just not talking about simply so that they can pick him. Um, maybe that's a tactic. Who knows? And people will be surprised if, you know, he's he's in the top three of wide receivers chosen. Uh, but he has dropped, but I think the talent's there. I mean, I don't know. Un- I honestly don't understand it. And then Mechie, um, obviously, he's a little bit of a dark horse there. But I, I think if you're looking at the the tier two guys, he's probably the top tier two guy. In my opinion, I would put Dotson in, in tier one, honestly. So um, if people are thinking he's a top tier two guy, that's why I didn't. I wouldn't say him. And then I choose Menchie. Um, With that said, I just want to point out a guy who we have to stay away from, have to. Christian Watson, if we pick him for whatever reason <laughs> – I don't know what I'm going to do with myself, you know, picking a guy from North Dakota state. I know he just keeps moving up on draft boards, or at least if you're looking at these mock drafts, I don't understand it. I know he has the size and he does have the quickness. So that must be it, but he's, his drop rate is what something crazy. I think it's like 13%. Um, and he hasn't run a ton of great routes. Um, he is tall and fast though. So people seem to like him, but I don't think he's the next DK Metcalf by any means stay away. Um, as Rob pointed out, stick with the guys from those top schools, stay away from a North Dakota, North Dakota state kid who, you know, hasn't really proven the talent level other than just being tall and fast. Yeah. Never draft another North Dakota state player ever again. So, (laughs) you know, when's ruined that for everyone. All right. Got a, got a bunch more draft shows coming up as we count the way down to the Eagles draft. 
Thank you guys for tuning in to the Diary Eagles podcast. Make sure you subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter at Diehard Eagles 52 for the Diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green for Rob, for Justin. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds. <laughs>